Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Nick. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I, you know, <laughs> I think I've said that with the exact same inflection every episode so far. Welcome yeah, probably. Welcome to What the Fuck's the podcast. <laughs> I mean, as you should, as it should be said. Why, you're already distracted. I'm going to fight you. Sorry, I'll minimize it. What was up? <laughs> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> what was up? No! Maddie? It was just H&M, Okay. I'm gonna beat you up. I've been now. I think the way you... that you disrespect me and the way that I'm choking on my coffee. I mean, we were supposed to record far too at unprofessional. Three p.m. and it's now four thirty-eight. So the disrespect goes both ways. That's not true. We were meant to film at three thirty, and then <laughs> oh, I texted sure. hours before and said, "Can we push to four? And you said, "Yeah, that's fine." And I said, "Cool." And then we got hours closer, before? and I said, "Hey." I'm going to be, like, 15 minutes late because I need to do a poo. Yeah. Which, for the audience, is too much information. For you, that's not too much information. So, <laughs> RIP, sorry to the audience. But <laughs> then I was on at 4.15. You didn't like reply to my said. text. I just assumed you, you didn't would ask. text me to say. I just assumed you would be on. on at 4.15 when we said we were going to be on. And then guess what? She still wasn't ready because she fucking forgot her headphones. Yeah, that was on me. That bit was definitely on me. I followed all the protocol. I gave advance warning. Well, maybe. What do you mean maybe? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, anyway, elephant in the room this week <laughs> is that there hasn't been an episode for two weeks. No, there hasn't. And the that's... first week was definitely on me. I got sick. Other way around. Really? The second week yep. was definitely on me. I got sick. <laughs> First week was on me because I've just been very, very busy with work and also finding new housemates and such. Ooh, so yeah, I had no yuck. time. Like, literally no time. And then last weekend, Maddie's family decided to get covid Maddie yeah. didn't catch it. And then she decided to get, like, gastro or some food poisoning yeah, or shit. Yeah, like simultaneously it was honestly it was rough it was really rough it's been a wild time but you know where where it's we're recovering so you know yay she ate a mint <laughs> choc chip ice cream at the movies on I Friday, did. so i think she's fine that's true i did and do you know it made me feel sick but no sicker than normal after eating ice cream so you know fine it was fine All i'm right. recovered Right. <laughs> have you seen, speaking of being recovered, have you ever, um, okay, so Taylor Swift's song, Clean. Yeah. An yeah, iconic well, song. Well, um, now that I'm drowning, I feel like I'm finally clean or whatever it is. 
Yeah, I don't remember the first line, but yeah. Well, that doesn't it. help because that's the line I didn't remember. <laughs> um, the way that we're both fake Swifties is... Mm. It's really true. I we really just talk f- about Taylor Swift on this, hey? Yeah, pretty much. But who doesn't just talk about Taylor Swift? So true. Anyway, every true. time I hear the song Clean by Taylor Swift, which is perhaps more often than you would think... <laughs> but not as often I can't as you'd like. <laughs> not no. Um, yeah, every time I hear the song Clean by Taylor Swift, I can't help but think of that Tumblr post from, like, 2012, mm. 2013-ish. Do you know mm-hmm. that one? I need way more context. There were a lot of Tumblr posts in 2012, 2013 well, okay. well, some of us lived out teenage years on the internet, okay? Yeah. Clearly you were not one of them. And some of us had a life. I'm not going to argue with that because it's true. Um, I was not one of them. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> uh, weren't you like a popular cool kid in high school? It ebbed and flowed, but there was only twenty people in my year, so like it wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. Um, uh, yeah, no, there's anyway. a post from like 2012, 2013, where right. someone um, posted just a post that said, "I'm clean." Like, that's it. I'm clean. Like, yeah, in no, italics, no. like, I'm clean. Yay. Um, and then someone commented and was like, um, this is really insensitive to all of the people that are struggling with addiction. Oh, my God. And are not clean right now. And the person, the original poster just replies and goes, I took a shower. I can't eat <laughs> And I just, I really feel like that sums up the experience of being on the internet. It does. That's what you we say call something harmless, chronically online. And then someone who's chronically online or has never faced a hardship in their life mm. replies and is like, the stupidest thing. Moving on. What do you mean moving on? Just get your eyes off whatever you're looking at. I'm just looking out in the tree. Well, stop. <laughs> well, give me a topic to talk about. Where what are do you mean? We are, switching, we are switching up our um, order of things today. Are we? We are... <sighs> I... <laughs> I know that we talked about it, but I the felt way... like we didn't come to a conclusion. That I'm about to log off this fucking recording. <laughs> what do you mean we didn't come to a conclusion? I said, hey, let's do this. And you said, okay, sounds good. I said I need Doesn't to get much more it. conclusive than that, Madison. I said I need to think... Was that something else that I said I need to think about? I don't fucking know. Maybe you think about a lot of shit. But I only tell you for some things that I need to think about. It. Anyway, fine. We can change it up. We're changing our order of, <sighs> of, of topic discussion thingies this week. Whatever. I don't know how to explain it. But basically my thought process was every time we record, we end up recording too long. And then we have to rush through our what the fuck of the weeks. And I never get to criticize Maddie for either not coming up with one or repeating one five weeks in a row. So I figure uh, I if think we do them, you always criticize me for that. Oh, yeah, but not in depth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we sh- if we do them at the beginning, we'll have time to discuss them, actually like nitpick about right. the thing we're talking about, or or whatever. Okay. Um, and then at the end, all we really have to do is like sign off, and we don't have to okay. worry about rushing through something at the end. So I figure if we do our What the Fuck of the Weeks early in the episode. We'll give it a go. You are being a butt. (laughs) I said we'll give it a go! 
get that energy up. <laughs> so, for those who are unaware, our What the Fuck of the Weeks are kind of vague. Hmm. It's sort of just... Um, I feel like it's just something that makes you go, what the fuck? Good, bad, My what the fuck of the week this week is Maddie interrupting me when I'm trying to explain what the fuck well, of the week is. you're taking too long! I'm not taking just too long. Get off! Oh my god. <laughs> you're so, so combative today. The vibes are, are not vibing. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're a bum bum. What um, were you going to say? I was going to say that our what the fuck of the weeks are a bit vague in, in premise. Mm-hmm. It can either be something that is pissing you off or annoying you or confusing you about something in the culture or your life or whatever, or it can be something good and positive and fun that you want to bring to the attention of each other and any listeners and any whatever the world to just like manifest whatever. Um, so it, it, it can be positive. It can be negative, usually negative because it's more fun to be a negative Nelly than a positive pussy, you know, <laughs> that's a one exactly. thing. <laughs> it is. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, and 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 as long as it is something that's been on your mind and is, like, significant yeah. to that, like, time period. Sure. Then we're good. You know? Yeah. I'm going to let you go first this week because you said you have one. I do have one. Uh, and it's going to... It's of relevance to no one except for me. Uh, and that is that yesterday my brother tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah that's, hey, that's it end of story no i we went out boating <laughs> on the ocean kind of in a bay that's kind of like the ocean uh in a small boat mm-hmm. and a tinny, would you say i i a bigger than like a regular tinny but it's still a tinny i had it right. has like a little bimney on it but like a little what bimney like a little roof but like like a bimney bamboulash sure Anyway, <laughs> um, well, anyway, so it was like really calm at the boat ramp. So we were like, oh my God, this is going to be such a nice day. Anyway, we get out right. into the ocean. It, it is not nice. It was not nice. The waves were fucking huge. We were being thrown around. I had Nigel, the little dog. So I was like holding him to me because he was like, I'm not standing on the ground. So I'm like clutching on the what? edge of the boat, holding Nigel to my chest in one. Mackenzie's trying to drive in the back. At one point, I was sitting at the front to try and keep... Because the boat's really light. And again, the waves are fucking massive. So I was sitting right at the front of the tinny to try and keep the weight down at the front so it didn't fucking flip over. Right. And I had my back against the edge of the tinny. But the waves were so big and we were slamming so much that I was like getting air and then slamming back down. All of this is leading to me saying, I have fucking massive bruises all over my back all over my butt so sore that i can hardly sit down and my back is like the muscles all over my back are so bruised that it like hurts to breathe so i'm like definitely definitely almost died yesterday um and the scars will be with me for a long time i i just i don't feel sympathy for you well you should we didn't (laughs) know that was gonna happen you went out on a glorified tinny yeah, with a dog. Yeah, it's ocean safe. Yeah, Nigel. At one that was point, a bad... That was just a series of bad decisions. Well, we thought it was just going to be nice. The sequel just... to A Series of Unfortunate Events. 
a series of bad decisions. We thought it was going to be nice. McKenzie. Nigel was spending time with us. He needs a life jacket, is the conclusion of yesterday. Don't take um, a dog in the ocean on a tinny. That's not fucking can. normal. No, he did. It is normal. He had a really nice time. He was like, had his head hanging over the edge, water spraying, and that was one of when it was relatively calm. And then when it got rough, he was like, I'm not enjoying this at was all. Was that a dog, Drake? When it got rough? Rough, rough. <laughs> it wasn't. You're right. I, am I a genius? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so you should feel bad for me. We didn't see it coming. And then we did. We were very responsible. We did come back in because we were like, this is dangerous. So we, it's not like we were out there for a long time pretending it was fine. <laughs> so, yeah. See, anyway. I also don't feel sympathy because I have a long running history of not liking boating. I don't know how that has anything to do with feeling sympathy for me because I really enjoy boating. So, <laughs> because who said yes to going boating? Me. It was fun. We. It was calm. We thought it was calm. <laughs> then it's on you, babe. Mackenzie did also pack two fishing lines because it was just he and I. If you and if you if you decide to go running with the bulls in Italy or Spain or wherever. Totally I'm not going to feel sympathy if you get stabbed by a horn. There, these two things are not equivalent because they that's are pretty like equivalent. active danger that Both I knew suck I was going and are bad into. activities to do. I thought that it was going to be safe because it looked safe. A lot because of things look safe that aren't safe. Running with the balls is not something that looks safe. <laughs> I didn't say it was. <laughs> but you said those two things are the same and they're not. You know anyway. what looks safe but is not safe? You. I was going to say dating men, but um. <laughs> I don't continue. know if that looks safe either. I'm not going to lie. Well, no. Okay, wait. To give context, I, my dad is a big, a big boat guy. What do you call it? Like a <laughs> yeah. like a boat boat person. Boat person. <laughs> a boaty. <laughs> a boaty. Um, and in like my teen years, um, it was like a big thing to like go boating and go tubing. Where mm. it's like, you know what tubing is? Yeah, we did that too. Not yesterday. You're fucking bruised. Sorry, no, not yesterday. I meant in my teenage years. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So it was like a big thing. And um, I just really, really hated it for a multitude of reasons. But I was always forced to do it because all my friends would also like want to do it. And I'd just be like miserable the whole time. So I just really don't think it's for me. And then also another time, dad made me go out in the ocean on his boat a whale swam under the boat super close by and he dad mm-hmm. goes, oh yeah, sometimes they can tip the boats. I said, excuse me? I mean, it depends on how big your boat is because usually what actually happens is the boat hits the whale and kills the whale. So. I would, I would rather go whaling than be flipped by a whale. The way I completely disagree. You but you... You could die if you're out in the middle of the ocean and your boat sinks. I would deserve that instead of that whale because I was in the whale's house. I don't think the whales are as nice as you think they are. (laughs) I'm not saying they're nice. I'm just saying if I'm in the ocean and it's between me or the whale, obviously the whale should win because the ocean is where the whale lives. Okay, Geppetto ass bitch. What is this? I'm fucking... I'm Moby Dick. I'm Captain Ahab. You're fucking Geppetto. This is the binary. The gender binary doesn't exist. Okay? 
<laughs> the real binary is you're a Geppetto or you're a Captain Ahab. Okay? I can't believe you want to be a Captain Ahab. I Mackenzie took two fishing rods yesterday. Babe, he dies in the end anyway. It's fine. <laughs> As he should. And <laughs> he, Mackenzie gets them out. He's like, do you want to come? Do you want to do fishing? I was like, I mean, no. Did you say it like I, that? Well, I don't know. He do was you like, want to be fishing? <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, here's a rod. Did he like, have to like lure you out of your room so that you'd actually go and do something for once? This, we were already on the boat at this point. <laughs> Put like a little trail of gummy bears out your door so yeah. you actually leave your room. <laughs> literally. Well, literally when Mackenzie texted me yesterday morning, he was like, do you want to come out on the bay with me? I was like, well, I better reward him by saying yes. <laughs> Anyway, wow, he, has, so he goes to hand me the fishing rod, and I was like, babe, if I catch a fish, I will cry, so just put that back, and we'll just move on and pretend this didn't happen. So, On what earth yeah. did he think giving a vegan a fishing rod to kill a fish was a good idea? Honestly, I don't really know, because every other time we've gone fishing and I've caught a fish, I've cried, so I don't know why he thought... <laughs> That was not going to be the case today. One time we were also fishing out on the bay um, in a bigger boat. And I did catch a fish. And I was like, <laughs> I was with my uncle. And I was like, quick, someone cut up, put it back before he sees. Because they eat fish. And But then my uncle did see and he killed it. And there was a lot of crying Oh, before he sees the uncle. I thought yeah. you were like, quick, quick, cut the before line the before f- the fish sees that he's up on the boat. Before the fish realizes he's... No. Literally, no joke. <laughs> One time, I, fishing in the ocean, it mm. might have been the same time as the whale going under the boat. Fuck that whale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me, <laughs> me talking about the Oscar-nominated film, The Whale. Fuck that whale. Um, that's funny. No, um, that same fishing trip where the whale went under the boat, and I was terrified for my life. Um, <laughs> I caught a fish, or maybe I didn't. I don't know. Someone on the boat fucking caught a fish, right? A fish that was and was caught. reeling it up. And as we're reeling it up, we go, oh, there's something attached to it. What the, what's going on? Maybe it's like some plastic or something, you know, pollution, world (laughs) environment stuff, all of that stuff sucks. (laughs) Because it's like depressing, you know, you catch a fish and there's like a plastic on it. But no, as we kept pulling, we realized that a, um, a squid had bit the fish and it got this, dug its beak into the fish and was getting dragged up with the fish up on the, um, as we were reeling it in, right? And the um, ocean's terrifying. Well, no, we'll get this. The squid ended up letting go, but the fish was so scared of the squid because it was being fucking Eiffel Towered by a fishing rod, like, like a hook and a squid. You know, that's the graphic. Oh um, <laughs> shit! Hold on, sorry, sorry. One second, my I'm in the middle calling. of a story. Sorry, mum's calling. She interrupted. Well, tell her. Put either put her on. Oh, hang up. No, I I declined it. Honestly, who even has their iMessage and shit connected to their computer? That's, like, dumb. Anyway, go. Anyway, so this fish is getting reeled in by its mouth, and it's got a squid, like, biting its bum. So it's terrified. The squid lets go. We keep reeling it in. And Dad picks it up, and there's this massive skin bubble under its bum. There's a massive bubble of skin. Like I'm going to like this story. Well, it turns out it got so scared that the fish farted. Oh. <laughs> and because fish can't actually like traditionally fart, if fish get scared and fart, it just creates a skin bubble under <gasps> their bum. Ah! 
so he got scared, and there was a skin bubble. So that was the last time I've been fishing, is when we accidentally caused a fish to have a fart bubble. I didn't like that story. Okay, well, that was less traumatizing than the animal story you told me over the weekend <laughs> that I'm still traumatized by, that we're not I'm telling on the podcast because it's too fucking depressing. I tell so, everyone, and everyone always is like, what? Maddie, time and place. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Man, this is a McDonald's. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that's anyway. why I don't like BCF and fun, boating, camping, fishing fun. Me Do you like either. camping? Oh, my God. No, I don't. I have a story about this, which is that mum and dad just bought a caravan and another one. like, well, they've never really had one. This is like you a had one caravan. Annie. Yeah, but that was like stupid that they wanted to remake because they're idiots. They thought it was going to be like renovating a, a house. for a few months and then they sold it. Yeah, basically. Anyway, so I've just Mood. bought a caravan and mum was like, we're going to go on so many hikes. It'll be so much fun. You should come. I was hikes. like, yeah, I know. I was like, well, I do like Wait, what? hiking. She, and mum was like, you can sleep in the swag. And I was like, I'm not sleeping in the swag. And mum goes, well, you can't sleep in the caravan. I'm like, well, I don't want to sleep in the fucking caravan either. I will just stay home. Like, do you not know me at all? I have some... Do you, like, snore? Why were they not letting you sleep in the caravan with them? Oh, it's only small. It wouldn't fit me. Oh, don't say that. You're a skinny legend. <laughs> Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. So no, I don't. I used like to love camping. I used to love, really? love, love camping. Yeah. No, um, no. Especially beach camping. But then I grew up and realized uh, beach camping. You got fucking sand in your tent. That's disgusting. Is that a euphemism? I can't think of anything worse. Having sand in your tent. <laughs> Pretty much. Sand <laughs> and dirt have... in your tent. Not good. Did you have school camps uh, in high school? Yeah. 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 Did you have any that were like a camping one? Yeah, they were pretty much all were. Well, not oh. actually. No, that's a that's a lie. That's a lie. I don't think any of them were like intense, but they were all like log cabins. You know. Uh, I thought you said it intense. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. yeah. No. Most of most of our high school ones were at like an actual camp facility where there's like yeah. archery yeah. and you know tons of activities and you stay archery. in cabins and oh stuff. My God. Wow. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most of them are archery. It's like wild, but yeah. But our 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 year ten camp, um, mm-hmm. for my school was like this big fucking extravagant three day hike slash camping thing, where Jesus. it was like so intense that the school the grade had to be split up into three different leave dates. Like you'd either oh left on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday in your little group. Uh, and then it was also split boys and girls, Holy and the boys shit. and girls would start at just separate ends of the fucking fucking country, wow. state, whatever, and would cross each other halfway. Um, but we had to like, yeah, carry our tents and carry out everything and our food, Ew, and no. literally just spend days walking and then no. sleeping in tents at night. Um, there's no real moral to this story apart from the fact that it sucked and ruined my love for camping. So, one time when we did a school camp, we had to mountain bike up a hill and i remember at the bottom of the hill i don't fucking know i feel like i ate cheese or something i don't even know but halfway up the hill i did the fucking biggest projectile vomit you've ever seen (laughs) it was wild i'm sorry i'm gonna need like 100 more details on this trip there is no more detail we were mountain biking up a hill and what do you mean you think you ate cheese well i can't really remember it's a big trauma if i if i 
projectile vomit on a mountain biking trip with all of my classmates. I remember what made me projectile vomit. <laughs> I, it was just the heat and the exercise, maybe the cheese. Not the cheese. Yeah. Anyway. It was, it was really... It was <laughs> not For this three-day camping trip hike thing we did, I didn't poop the entire time. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. So we God. got back to the school on, like, a Saturday or whatever, and I ran straight to a toilet and did the <laughs> most so intense... Funny of a poop in existence yeah that's i mean i want to say that that's weird but i actually completely understand hmm. so before i do my what the fuck of the week have you written <laughs> your 200 enough. words today uh no i haven't wow i know i was doing other work wow it's disgusting we're, we're 25 minutes in so you do your what the fuck now you are so mean um, what was that? What the fuck of the week? We haven't talked about any pop culture news yet. So? It's our podcast. We can do what we want, bitch. Uh, that's true. My what the fuck of the week this week is a negative one, and it is streaming shows being so boring. <laughs> I mean, so boring, so slow, so long. There's no further context? Or? Every fucking show I've been watching recently is a fucking snooze fest. And even if it's got a really interesting premise or, like, idea behind the show Mm. or whatever, they drag it out so much and make it so fucking glacial that it sucks. It just sucks. Every episode of The Mandalorian Season 3 I've fallen asleep in. Well, that's no good. I tried watching The Night Agent on Netflix because everyone was raving about it. Fell asleep in both episodes I watched. Right. It's just... I watched so, Davy Jones, not Davy, Daisy Jones in the Six with Mum, which was quite enjoyable. But it was it was bit, it was slow, but I thought I I liked I enjoyed the slowness of it. Well, anyway, I this is my what's like the week because I I keep trying to watch these shows they're fucking boring and slow and I just really miss the days of fast paced television. You should rewatch the last ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they had forty two minutes to tell. Yeah. A really cunty story, and if they didn't, yeah. then they'd be cancelled. Yeah, I really You know, do. we need to bring and back stakes. Was... Mm. Like what? Like, not like Netflix cancelling shows after one season. That doesn't make sense. Okay, right. Unless they're like Stranger Things level hit. That doesn't make sense. We need, like, the stakes of a show being 42 minutes, and if it doesn't fit on that, then Netflix or the streaming service cuts off 10 minutes themselves. Like, I feel like there needs to be some rules in place. That, that, that's what I mean by stakes. About I mean, the length, about the, the pacing. I hurry that shit up. I definitely understand what you mean about the length. I mean, I obviously feel it more in movies. I, I know you do too, but things are just out of control these days. Mum and Dad just went and saw John Wick. I haven't seen Three it yet. hours. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment. But they got home, and Mum was like, it was just so stupid. I was like, what do you mean? She said, it was just so too long. long. She said, an hour too long. And then she was like, there was this one fight scene where they were, like, going upstairs or something. And she said she went to the toilet, ordered food, came back, and the fight scene was still going. <laughs> so she was like, I almost left that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is... <laughs> It doesn't matter what genre the movie is or, like, yeah. what type of movie it is. If it's three hours long, it's going to be repetitive yeah. and it's going to get boring. That's and it's the same really as TV, frankly. 
like how many Titanic scenes... and Prisoners are the two exceptions, but they sh- they're not the norm. Prisoners are they're so good. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I feel like it's streaming's fault. That's just another reason that streaming shows have changed the landscape of television in a negative way. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I understand mm. the importance of, like, art and um, letting the... the an, a, letting a scene marinate and, like, letting the audience marinate in, this, in a big reveal and all that stuff. But, like, if that's the entire episode or, the, like, half a season, what's the fucking point? Like, if a show's eight episodes long and it's still boring, then it shouldn't have yeah. been made. No, it should not have been made. That's, that's, that's true. That's, yeah. Hmm. I think maybe that's the rules that need to be in place. The show needs to like have enough narrative weight that it could carry a 24 episode, 42 minute traditional television season. And if it can't, then cut that shit out. Well, see, I think the thing about that though, is that 24 episodes is too long. No, absolutely. I mean, like, like a serial serialized story like that goes back to quite like a a monster of the week format i feel like i don't feel like that but i do i I don't mean that anyway i mean yeah you you meant more story should uh, the story should be able to carry 24 episodes of a show but still be told in eight to ten i don't know if i agree with that you should be i I understand emphatically agreeing with me no, I understand the vibe, and I do agree. I, uh, look, I don't know, man. I just don't really watch a lot of TAV anymore because it's just the so... The fuck is TAV? <laughs> TV. Because it is so boring. You can't just and sneak a new letter nothing... into the TV. <laughs> and there's nothing unique about... I don't know. Like... I've been watching a lot of like reality and know. reality competition shows because they're fast-paced, they're fun, they're funny, they're light... Um, and I've been watching a lot of movies. Yeah, I just love a movie. Just so easy to digest if they're a reasonable length. I think, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been watching Doctor Who. And it's so interesting because, like, an episode will start and I'll get about five minutes in and I'll be like, oh, this seems like a boring premise. And then by the time I get to the episode, I was like... I needed to have trust. This was amazing. This was so interesting. It was the same quality as every other episode. This was like, even if it was, whether it was attached to the serialized story or not, like it was always, they're always like extremely engaging and they're different and they, they, they do something different every episode. And it's been interesting watching sure. that and compare because, like, I mean, obviously, I'm not up to any of like the modern episodes yet. Right. But it's been interesting comparing these older episodes to the way new TV kind of works because I just do not have that level of trust in like mm-hmm. showrunners anymore. Right. You know? I think that was my original point was that yeah, the stakes of traditional television is that yeah. if the show's not good, the viewership's yeah. going to be low and it's going to get canceled. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we need some kind of quality assurance. Um, in streaming television these days, because especially Netflix is the real offender. Um, yeah, it's, they're just they're just pushing quantity over quality, and it's just not. 
It's not oh, for working. sure. For it's sure. not working and for I, me, babe. And, I mean, I think the other really massive like piece of discourse I've been seeing recently is about like the binge model versus the the week by week drop and about how negatively that's affected. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think the ultimate way of dropping episodes of a TV show is the drop two to four episodes in the first week and mm. then drop one to two episodes a week after that. I think yeah. it's enough to get you hooked and it's enough of a... um. It's enough of a meal each week to keep you satisfied, but it's still... Yeah. Okay, I, I want to talk about what's what's a good show that's dropped the whole episode recently. Um, the TV show Swarm on Amazon Prime, that's like uh, meant to be like meta-commentary on uh, fandom culture and standom and all that stuff. Okay. It was in the conversation... It, they dropped all six, eight episodes, whatever it is, in one go on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And it was... It dominated the culture for three to five business days, you know? Yeah. And then it was yes. gone forever. No one's talked about it in like three weeks now. I haven't even heard about it. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's the same with um, Shadow and Bone, which I know is not necessarily a yeah. hugely popular thing, but popular enough. Even Stranger it, yeah. Things. Um, if you well, the about... later season of Stranger Things is different because they dropped it in two. Well, so I think still... the cultural discourse did last for that whole month in between, se- in between parts. I, I think Daisy know. Jones and the Six is a good example of every single week I would go on Twitter or Tumblr yeah. or Reddit or whatever and there would it would be trending and they'd be talking about the new well, episode. Well, I mean, the actual best example recently is The Last of Us, right? No, because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm, that that was just a tr- tr- traditional weekly drop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, they dropped the... three episodes and then they dropped weekly after that. Yeah, sh- right, but it's the and same that's, that's what I'm talking about is drop the is it lasts... It lasts. It's the not whole because it gives you time. that first massive feast of three episodes no, to get I'm you hooked. No, I'm not talking about. No, I'm not talking. This is what about we were what talking is about. Is the perfect model I'm talking about. It's staying in the discourse. <laughs> the Last of Us. The discussion the around premise, that then. show. La- yeah, it's the same premise. That's what I'm saying. It's the same premise. Is the discourse of it? Whoops. Lasts. Well, Correct. for two or three months, right? The whole time that it's dropping, which is, yeah. I, I mean. When you when you when things are dropped in this binge model, as you say, they're talked about for two to three business days, and then it's gone forever. And Netflix yeah. goes, mm, "That wasn't popular enough. Not enough people watch it in the Correct. first two days. It's getting cancelled." It's like, well, and maybe I also just think give that's... people a second. Yeah, I also think that's the problem with streaming movies is mm. people talk about it for like the premiere weekend, and then it's yeah. literally just lost to the ether for the rest of existence. Like, pretty much. You think about any of the st- streaming original movies you've watched in the past few years, mm. they just don't have a cultural impact. They absolutely do not. Like, even, even the one ones with big that names. fucking slaps and is great and mm-hmm. we loved, like Do Revenge, mm-hmm. it's just, it that doesn't... That was so good. You know, it's just gone from the culture. It's yeah, never no, going to have sure. a moment ever again where it's talked about to the same degree. Nope. Nope. And that sucks. Absolutely not. Sucks. I mean, even the ones where you think about, like, like Extraction, for example. I mean, I thought that was a bad movie, but Massive was it. talked about hugely when it first dropped. It has Chris Hemsworth. Um, it, like, when it first dropped, it was, like, the most watched movie, mm. Netflix movie. And even though the second one is just about to come out, no one's talking about it. Yeah. It's, there was, like, a whole trailer. Still, yeah, yeah. It's and everyone still just, just did a cluster over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I will forever be mad about this model as well. I don't think it could ever win me back simply, well, particularly Netflix, simply because they cancelled Santa Clarita Diet. That was enough for me to be like... 
Yeah, people are still really upset about that. Still, that was like three years ago they cancelled it, and I'm still like, if they released a season four, I would fucking watch that ASAP. Like, I would rejoice. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well. (laughs) Well. 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 See what I mean by if we do our What the Fuck of the Weeks at the beginning of the episode, we have enough time to, like, dissect shit. I mean, yeah, but I think we might have talked about those for an unnecessarily well, who long knows? amount maybe, of time. Maybe we'll suddenly decide that the real premise of our podcast is what the fuck are the weeks and in-depth Fair. discussions about them. Who knows? I mean, so true. So you know? true. We're really, we're really that. making it up as we go along, guys. It's only been two That's and a half accurate. years. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it interesting. Exactly, exactly. Um... What? What were you gonna say? No, well, I was gonna say. So, what do you, what interesting things happened over the past three weeks? Was what I was gonna say. Full tea, not a lot. I kind of just thought like... we could quickly name a few things and then just talk about the other topic I wanted to talk about. Alternatively, yes. I can save that for next week. Um, no, we can do that. Well, I think but... the funny thing is, is that I um I took heaps of notes in that first week when it was only the weekend between when we'd last recorded, and then sure. it would have been because I was like, wow, so much is happening. Few. And I then nothing few. happened in the last two weeks after that. Yeah, you're very right. Like just today, <laughs> it was announced that Kim Kardashian's going to be acting and starring in American Horror Story season twelve. Yes, I with did Emma see Roberts. that. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything to say on that. Um, no. We've seen Kim Kardashian's acting abilities, and I'm yeah. not sure they warrant uh, a full season role. So true. So true. Um, w- another thing that happened today was that Taylor Swift's filming her next music video. Um, Love and that. It apparently, set photos reveal that it stars Joey King and Taylor Lautner. Love that for them! Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's pretty cool and fun and fresh. <laughs> that is cool. Um, I mean, the other Taylor news is that her and uh, Joe Alwyn probably broke up. Um... And the other other Taylor news is that Dumois celebrity gossip site apparently revealed that Taylor um, has oh, booked is... dates at the MCG for oh yes the Eras yes. Tour Australia. Yes. So that that, yeah. that announcement is imminent. That would be really interesting if that's the case because she's not announced any dates anywhere else. I would be really surprised if she announces an Australian tour before a European leg. Like oh that no, seems I really wild to me. But I'm sure that Dumois in Europe has the same rumours that they're talking about. Yeah. I just, it's only relevant yeah. to us. So, so that's all I'm mentioning, you know? Fair. Um, apart from that, um, they announced, Warner Brothers announced that they're doing a remake of Harry Potter as a TV show. Uh, where each, each book is a HBO season. Um, I really... I hate this so Mind much. Mind you, it's been exactly 11 years since the last film. When the news of this broke, I genuinely... Jumped out a window. ...had a visceral reaction because yeah. I don't want it. I think that's that, everyone's like, reactions. Yeah. it's. I mean, if, they're go- if they like... absolutely have to do it, if they're like, we need to do Harry Potter stuff, like, okay, do something else. Yeah. Do something, do like the first Wizarding well, War. Well, that's my thing, is that the only positive news to come out of this is that it likely means that the Fantastic Beasts franchise is dead. (laughs) 
So that's good. That's good. That if is they're good. if they're trying to do other things. However, yeah. it's too soon for a Harry Potter TV show. It's way I too think soon. A lot of actors will be too scared to work on it because of JK Rowling and As the they should be. Bad press that that would um entail. As they should. They just shouldn't be working on stuff that she's involved with. Um No, they absolutely should not be. No, they should not be. Yeah, I just I don't really have a lot to say about the this, other thing apart that from the I fact saw... that it's dumb. Um, that was also really dumb this week was Moana getting a live action oh my remake. This Starring Dwayne, pl- Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know. I was like, it's been less than 10 years. What do you mean they're doing a remake? Like, are you fucking is it even shitting really, me right now? Is it even really a remake if it stars Dwayne Johnson? You know, like, what can change? Yeah. What can <laughs> change? They could literally just. It's so stupid. Like, There's tell like a- me you've run out of ideas without telling me you've run out of ideas. <laughs> I don't even think they've run out of ideas. I don't think Disney wanted this. I think Dwayne wanted this. Interesting. Because he keeps flopping. Like, Black Adam flopped and all his recent movies have flopped. Interesting. No Maybe. offense to that man. Um, <laughs> but I feel like Dwayne probably forced their hand and Disney was like, well, we can't piss off Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so let's just do it. Maybe. Maybe. Because in what world do they announce a Moana live action remake before they announce a Frozen one? That's really fair. That's really fair. You know? Yeah. I would probably be more receptive to a Frozen one, because at least that was longer ago. Only by I think Moana was better, but yeah, it's really true. It's so true. I don't want yeah. anything. No more remakes! Come up with something new! Ugh! Period. Um, I think that's all the news I kind of really took down. I have a couple. Um, firstly, Shoot. about Selena Gomez apparently is now officially dating Zayn Malik. Is that official? Wild. Well, uh, sources say it's official, but so it's not official. It's we don't know say. that that's true. I would say all I have to say about this is that I wish Selena Gomez the best. <laughs> mm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. You know. Um. Follow up. Mm-hmm. Of this is that um, M. Rada was spotted kissing Harry Styles. Yeah. yeah. Which multiple was, times. Multiple times, which was very interesting because there was um, a lot of <laughs> uh, meltdown on Harry Styles' TikTok. Not in a bad way, not necessarily like being mean to M. Rada, but a lot of like <clears throat> general um, confusion, discussion and confusion about it. But then like only last week she did like this tell all about how she's like, not dating anyone she's swearing off men they all wronged her and everyone's like what did harry do to like well no those articles two weeks like feature articles are usually <laughs> written months in advance yeah that's fair that's really you know? fair mm. so it's probably before that and not only that but like she's been in a relationship with a guy straight before harry so i'm like well she has a kid right i didn't know this until oh i have no idea okay well i think she might have a kid um who was four or five years old yeah, the I'm not other sure. big thing that happened in the last mm-hmm. few weeks, the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. That was so slay. I'm in my slay <laughs> era again, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just, my response to everything is slay. Well, it was slay. It was so fucking funny. It was, it was, oh, it was really Like, give me hilarious. more, give me more low stakes, pointless celebrity trials. Yeah, yeah. Where we can follow every little piece of information that means fucking nothing. Yeah. And also, we need more courtroom comedies because the way that the um, the lawyers were interrogating everyone, so was, funny. 
hilarious. Like, Have you seen the new show? Sorry, you've just reminded me. Um, the new show it's that's just all come over on my TikTok. Jury duty. Yeah, it's all over yeah. mine too. All I over like my TikTok. Right up your alley. I feel like the marketing budget must be massive because it's fucking everywhere. I watched the first. Like it worked. I watched the first two episodes last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um. And like, yeah, it's funny enough. The episodes are like twenty-five minutes long. Iconic. You know, not really anything to um complain about. It's Bad. James Marsden's hilarious. It's, yes, yeah, that is mainly what I've heard. And Ronald, the guy who doesn't know what's going on, is also apparently hilarious. He is hilarious. So. He is. Um, <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like more more courtroom comedies. You know, mm, mm. I requ- that's what I not request. No. I Give me the Good Wife, but as a comedy. Interesting. Not like actually, The Good Wife is such a fucking good example of fast-paced shows. Yeah, Twenty-four episode true. seasons. But The Good Wife, breakneck pace. Same with Grey's Anatomy, early seasons. Yeah. 11 out of 10. Now, did you still want to do a deep dive discussion? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Actually, give me one sec. Um, a couple of things happened in our two-week break. Okay, what were that they? I think a good segue is into a discussion we've been wanting to talk about for a while. Yeah. Um, so, in America, land of the dumb, <laughs> um, in Florida, Ugh. there's a Florida school. Mm. Um, this Florida school, basically, they were doing, there's, there, were, there was a teacher who was teaching an art class, like an art history class. Um, yes, and showed I do know this. A bunch of yeah. stuff like Renaissance art and all this stuff, mm. um, and showed a picture of Michelangelo's David, the sculpture. Yes, yes. Um, and so many conservative parents complained that a teacher showed their children pornography, a sculpture with a penis on it. Yeah, the principal of the school got fired. Got fired. Crazy. She got reinstated a few weeks Good. later. Oh, did she? Good. Yeah. But this... it's a cla- like with context, it's even more crazy. It's a classical school, like literally a classical school where they teach and learn uh, a lot about like modern history and stuff and history. Wow, so like Renaissance art is a major thing, and it's wow. like what? I honestly, I mean, I know this is not what the topic is going to be, but I'm I'm so concerned about the level of censorship that's going on over there right now. Period. Ooh. It's fucking insane. Um, uh, well, yeah, because they're so fucking, I, I don't even think it's prudish. I think they just like to be outraged. Yeah. It's so fair. wild. Um, so this thing happened and it was insane. It's like, this is a piece of Renaissance art. Uh, it's a sculpture, an artistic sculpture too. It's not like it's hyper-realistic yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Um, so that's just insane that they're now like, the whole thing's insane. Correct? It is. You know, it's right. insane. It's fucking unhinged and terrifying for a lot of reasons, but... Yeah, um... I mean, I'm even so confident in it being a piece of art that I'll show it on the podcast because we can't get banned for showing Little Dick McGee. (laughs) You know? Um... So that's just stupid, and that's one part of this. The other part is apparently there's been some massive discourse in the culture recently about, uh... what place sex scenes and nudity have in film and television kind of pop culture vibes um so interesting i haven't heard any of that at all i've done like a ton of research and i've oh, apparently I have opinions on it. it all started on i believe tiktok and twitter 
Right. We're Gen Z. So uh-huh. for context, me and you, we are Gen Z millennial cusp. We are yes. floaters floating in between. Yes. Love being described as a floater. <laughs> Um, so this isn't totally irrelevant to us, but it also isn't entirely uh, representative of us. Yeah. But apparently on TikTok and Twitter, basically a bunch of Gen Z people um, have been complaining about sex scenes and how they're useless and how they should be banned from all movies because they've right. got no point. Same with nudity. Um, I have a couple of the, the original tweets that kind of sparked the discussion. Uh-huh. So I, I, I screenshot them. Okay. And they have like... A significant amount of likes and stuff. Okay. Um, Brit Ma- at Brit Martinez basically said, Unpopular opinion, I hate nudity in TV shows. Nothing more awkward than feeling like you walked into a room of people having sex. It never propels the story forward, and it's uncomfortable whether you're with your parents, boyfriend, or friends. Now that has 6,000 likes, which is a lot, okay. but it has 520 uh, quote retweets, meaning people adding to the discussion, which is a lot. So that was one of the things that started it. Sorry, I'm, like, poking my ears this whole episode because these fucking AirPods don't fucking stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is by at Lucky Kristen, uh, and they say, I really hate sex scenes in movies and TV shows, like, really bad. I wish they would use, like, two seconds to imply they had sex and then cut to the next scene. Now, that has 60,000 likes. 7,000 quote retweets. And a billion replies. So it seems like it's not like the general consensus, but it's a popular opinion within yeah, Gen Z slash whoever's liking these posts that sex scenes and nudity in film and TV never have a place. Like there's pretty much never a reason for them to be in there. Uh, And they would much rather just have an implied sex scene like in a broadcast show like Grey's Anatomy or The Good Wife, you know? Right. I personally have mixed-ish feelings on this yes. topic. Yes. What are your vibes? My vibes are honestly two. I have two main thoughts. Okay. Firstly, that I think so much of the negative opinion around these things is entirely because it's it is hardly ever done well and it's mm-hmm. hardly ever done right. I think it is particularly recently no not not that it's it's always been really quite gratuitous and i also think that it is done in a way that is just to sexualize the female lead or character right it it isn't it isn't used to propel the story forward it's just used because they want to have sexy titties yeah and i think that's just to break in between your two points i think that's an interesting uh relevant kind of side note is that these people aren't 100% wrong. Like, there is... Yeah, no, for sure. There is um, gratuitous or unnecessary sex and nudity in a lot of stuff these days. In a lot um, of stuff. I mean, obviously, the biggest one that comes to my mind is Game of Thrones, right? See, for me, it's like Euphoria or something where it's oh, underage my God. characters. Well, I haven't seen Euphoria, but that also is... Yes, yes. Yeah, that's so a big it's like... One. I don't know. There's some nuance to this, and we acknowledge that. Continue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the second thing is Mm -hmm. that it, whether or not it should or shouldn't be in there, I think is almost entirely dependent upon the genre of the media. Thank you. Um, Because if it's just an action movie, and then, okay, um, 
the one that just immediately came to my mind just then was uh, Skyfall, the James Bond movie, 2012, when they had you that. Can, James Bond's its own genre, and you can say that, yes, there's unnecessary well, female yes. stuff in that. Yes, but the one that I'm thinking of specifically is, like, the shower scene where he walks into her being in the shower, and it's just, like, there's this, like, real, like, shadowed artistic sure. view of her body. Um, and it's very much like, a, okay, mm-hmm. these five seconds could have, this was unnecessary. This is an yeah. action movie. This was entirely just because you think your audience is male yeah. and you're just sexualizing women because you think it's going to get more men in there. Correct. Um, as it's opposed to with, like... It's the same with like the original Transformers and stuff where they just had Megan yeah, Fox in like yeah. a tight, low-cut shirt yeah. washing a car. Oh, yeah. or, or like any Jason Statham movie. There's just a yes. random sex scene with tons of female yeah. nudity and yeah. zero male nudity. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, as opposed to like a romance movie, maybe yeah. even, like I, I feel like rom com probably not necessary, but like uh, this like really intense, in depth romance movie where you're like, well, I actually kind of want to see a bit of a payoff from this romance. I want to have kind of like some kind of suggested sex scene. Obviously, not fucking full sure. on penetration because it's not porn, but like yeah. that's different, you know. Yes, and I think I, I I put two little notes in my thingy that um, I think are exceptions. Yes. So, yeah, I think an exception is the genre you yeah. have to consider. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think a good exception is in comedies. Sometimes nudity or a sex scene is used for comedic purpose. Yeah. And that's fine, and that's relevant, whatever. That's part of the genre. It's true. Um, and then I think there's, like, a level of prestige drama where nudity and sex are used for, like, hyper-realism. So immediately yeah. I think of, like, Chris Pine in um, The King or or Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. Yeah. Ironically, they're both outdoor bathing scenes with full yeah. nudity. Yes. Um, but something like that where it's, like, I understand that it's... I actually don't think it's necessary for The King. But for The Power of the Dog, it has a purpose, and that is that the younger male character who's questioning his sexuality is looking on at this older yeah. guy, Benedict Cumberbatch, bathing. So, like, that has a narrative purpose. So it's not totally relevant. Yeah, for sure. But you get or what even I mean. If you th- yeah, no. Or even if you think about, like, again, if you think, like, an outdoor shower scene, as you just said, and the purpose is that they're naked and so it's the first time that another character's seeing, like, all of their scars or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's, that's... Yeah. There is a reason that has a behind... Yeah, it has a purpose, And, like, exactly. I think people are... I, I don't think people kind of um, acknowledge the nuance that that is a narrative purpose. No, for they sure. They think well, that I... narrative purpose has to be the two main characters having sex and talking about a relevant plot point. And they think yeah. that's the only time sex is relevant. It's like, no, no, for sure. That's no, not... for sure. Well, and I, th- but I think a lot of the reason why that happens is because filmmakers do it wrong. 95% yeah. of the time, right? They do it just because like, I'm thinking of, um, the star Wars, the last Jedi, Sure. When there was that shirtless scene with Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember reading that the director was like, we actually did that because we wanted it to be clear that Ray was seeing his full body. It wasn't just like a disembodied head. They were seeing full bodies of each other. And so bringing attention and it was intimate. to the There was a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I go, okay, well, that's cool. That is a reason to have mm-hmm. it. I'm just not entirely sure they pulled it off very well. Yeah. Um, it was and I very think... randomly. Yeah. Exactly. That was, I think it, that was a technical just, thing for sure. Yeah, I agree. It felt forced in um, and it felt like it was just showing off Adam Driver's abs Body. and pecs. 
Yeah. So it's kind of, like so I, I totally understand why people have this complete misconception. It's because yeah, again, in, in you just don't see it done very well often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. And I think that um I think that that also ties into another thing that I kind of another angle that I look at it from. But first I want to say the other kind of exception is obviously if the actual narrative, the actual um, plot of the thing, the show or movie, is sex and romance. Like, if it's Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, or yeah, uh, something course, like that. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Then obviously it's important to the story most of the time. Or at least yeah. relevant. Not necessarily important, yeah. but relevant. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. I 100% agree with you on all this. Um, my other thing, my kind of other angle, is that I do get kind of prudish about um, nudity with, like, big name actors. Interesting. And this is 100% a mental block thing with me where I'm like, once I've seen them naked, I can't unsee it. And like for a solid, the next couple of things I watch of theirs, I'm like, I have seen your titties or I have seen your bum or whatever. And I (laughs) fully acknowledge that that's a me thing. Yeah, it is. But that's, that's where I kind of, I'm acknowledging, that's where I'm kind of pointing out my, um, not totally fair or relevant uh, kind of bias towards nudity in films is because I get like an embarrassment. And I'm also always thinking about like the actors and stuff and if they really want to be doing a nude scene or if they just don't want to lose their jobs or all that stuff. Well, I mean, these days, I feel like that's totally like 10 years ago, five, 10 years ago. Anything before that, I feel like that's totally relevant. I'm mm-hmm. Amelia Clark came out and said she was so uncomfortable during yeah. the first few seasons, and then she made sure it was in her contract to not be naked yeah. in the later seasons, right? But these days, they're intimacy coordinators, so they're like so. Well, you say these days, it's only since the Me Too movement, literally. Well, this is what I mean. Five, ten years, right? Like, the intimacy what? coordinator it's... didn't exist until the Me Too movement happened. Yeah, which is insane yeah. to think. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. But I think. Um, something that is really i think really needed was is this this intimacy coordinator and so i I mean definitely more than five years ago i totally would have been like is this actor particularly the women are they really comfortable with this but these days i'm like oh they're fine they're good they've they've agreed to this like they knew what they were doing i agree you're you're right and i should probably rewire my brain for that kind of thing but um that kind of thinking but like it's true, and I remember back when, like, growing up, I remember it being, like, a literal news item if, an, mm. if, a, if a major celebrity had a nude scene in their latest movie. Yeah, It was, like, no, an actual sure. news item that came up, or the 7 o'clock news or whatever, which is so yeah. wild. No, so, so wild. wild. So um, wild. I, it also always makes me think of the TV show Power. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know it. it, but no, I haven't. Basically, it stars um, the rapper 50 Cent. Right. Right? Um, and there was, in one of the later seasons, there was this big controversy because basically there was a sex scene and the show aired and everyone went wild on Twitter and tweeting and stuff. This is probably like eight years ago now. Um, but essentially the scene involved him, like a literal shot of his erect dick, like him Iconic. holding it, like jerking off kind of thing. Um, and 50 Cent went on like a social media rampage because he was told by the producers that nothing would be used of his actual naked body. Interesting. And they, against his, like, without his consent, basically, aired to the entire world his erect penis. 
Um, and it fully like spiraled into this whole thing and he ended up quitting the show and all this. And it was like a major piece of discussion and like, yeah, wow, that's fucked up. That's I don't know, really that fucked always, up. That's always, like, where my head goes, and I don't know why. I think just because it was such, like, a really, really, like, extreme example. Well, of, I mean, um, again, pre-Me And this too, was before pre-Me, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was before Pre-Me too, pre-these yeah. intimacy coordinators. Like, I do think that the culture around this nudity in Hollywood was, like, fucked up. Like, that is, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, again, to bring it back to Amelia Clark. Yeah. <laughs> For them to say she can't have the job unless she does these nude scenes and for her to feel forced into doing it when she was so young. It's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's fucked up. She's, yeah. you're not only are you making her be extremely nude, you're then making her, um, act out these extremely, extremely explicit and violent sexual assault scenes and violent yeah. sexual assault scenes. Like, are you, like, is that, does that not, and they had no purpose, right? Those are so many of those had no purpose. They you just yeah, did that's not something that you and I do explicit. agree one hundred million percent on, and also complain about whenever we see it in a movie or show. Is sexual nine violence. times out of ten, sexual violence on screen is not necessary. No, it's really um, not. It's gratuitous, and it's always my hard no. Like I'll. It's always I a hard will... no. I'm the same, and it's it's I... very much like. Sorry, I I, I was just going to no, say it's right. very much like um. I was gonna say something about the the gentleman and the almost uh, essay scene. No, that's literally. But then the I, it's I completely it my mind went blank. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. You go. No. Well, I think my thing with this is always it's just like this is my hard no. I will like fucking watch the most disgusting, violent mm-hmm. scenes and mm-hmm. be unfazed. And then the minute they show sexual violence, I'm like, I didn't need this. I'm not watching this yeah. anymore. And the gentleman, yeah. not that that movie was good anyway, but yeah. as soon as that scene came on, I was like, I'm out. This yeah, movie's I think ruined. we both I read it off as soon as that Yeah, happened. and because, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I think, right, I off, think the thing is that, that men have it in their heads. I mean, it's probably a generalization. I know that there are female directors who include sexual assault, but I think particularly male directors. I will say it's significantly less common. Significant. No, like, for, sure. for sure. For sure. Uh, but I think, I think they have it in their heads. They're like, "Oh, we're just showing the reality. This is just the reality. People, women get sexually assaulted." It's like, yeah, but you don't have to dramatize that and then put it well, on screen in exactly, a graphic depiction. Exactly, exactly, and make it out. Oh man, I don't know. I just the way that it's, they frame oh, it is that's just what I was always say. so I'm sorry. uncomfortable. I remembered what I was going to say is that it all ties back into that, um, specifically the the drama genre. It all ties back into having that. Oh, this movie has to have a scene that's hard to watch, and that will get people talking, yeah, and that, yeah. um, and that the awards season will be able to yeah. take and say this is acting with a capital A. Yeah, and it's like no, there can be scenes like that without s- sexual assault, basically. Oh, for sure, you know? for sure. And also, nine times out of ten, sexual assault against females in movies is used to propel either the a male, male plot forward yeah, or to present no, the male sure. as a hero for rest as a hero that. yeah no for sure or a you villain know, actually, as a villain it's like there's a million other things a villain can do that are villainous it's so <laughs> absolutely accurate um actually daisy jones in the six they had in one of their early episodes um daisy gets sexually assaulted mm-hmm. but 
They do it, so you absolutely know. So they basically do it. She, like, there's this older male character who's like, oh, Mm. there's a party in my room. Come up. And she's like, okay. And she goes up. There's no one in the room. You see her turn around and be like, why is there no one here? And he closes and locks the door. And then it fades to black, goes to the older Daisy. And she was like, I was just a child. I didn't know what was going to happen. And it's like, so they never say the words. Um, but and it's not explicit, but it also like you know, you absolutely know what yeah. happened. Um, yeah. And it was like a, it's enough of a balance to be like, okay, this added to the character. This added yeah. to what, how, like where this was. That's all what going. I was going to ask. Is it a characterization moment too? Yeah. Well, it, I would say it, it definitely. Yes, I think so. Yes, because um, it just kind of added to her disenfranchisement with like the music industry and her like whatever. Yeah. Um, but they also didn't focus on it so much that it was like gratuitous. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was just yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we get it can be done well. A million percent, and that's I think it's just that, mostly yeah, usually that's, unnecessary. <laughs> that's what we are trying to say. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. It can be yeah. done, it can be effective, it can be relevant, it can be a part of a plot or a narrative device, whatever. Sure. Um, it's just not always necessary. And before we well, wrap I, up... Well, I just want to actually circle back around to sure. um, one of those tweets was like, it's so uncomfortable to watch with like friends and parents. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's such an interesting take, because if it's a sex scene, obviously I totally understand that. That's really fair. Yeah. If it's like a scene where it's not supposed to be... Sexual? Sexual. That's, yeah. It's this kind of really interesting thing where you're like, okay, well, but it's not, this nudity is not supposed to be sexual, so are you the problem? Are you the one who's sexualizing this? Are you wired? We have been wired by media to to, to view everything nudity-wise as sexual. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily on us. It takes unlearning, and it takes, um, I would say, a a, a relative amount of, like, self-awareness, perhaps, but you're right. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting that people jump from, oh, this makes me uncomfortable, to there should be no nudity in TV. It's like, well, maybe that's actually not a, maybe that's not a nudity problem. Maybe that's a you problem. And yes, obviously it's a TV problem. Because nudity isn't inherently sexual. No, it's not. No, Uh, it doesn't um, have to be at all. A good example is, (laughs) I think like episode, well, you're not not wrong there. Um, Another, a good example is episode two or three, I think episode two of The Last of Us. Mm. There was the only nudity in like the entire show was um, a, a naked dead woman on the surgical table in um yeah yes remember with she was like the, yeah. one of the first infected yes I do remember it was that. very non sexual very much it was very like um, clinical and all that like yeah and I had zero problem with that I'm one of those people who gets like I look up on IMDb whether or not a show has like intense sex scenes. Before yeah. I watch it with my parents, kind of thing. I am a little bit prudish when it comes to that, oh, only I, because no, I, I don't like feeling a, uncomfortable. <laughs> there is a difference between explicit like sex and yeah. a cadaver. You know, Correct. I also would be like, Correct. I don't really want to watch like well, an actually, orgy happen on my screen while my parents are sitting next to me. I mean, I for some reason I have this block in my head where I'm actually pretty okay with like a sex scene in a movie if I'm watching it with my parents as long as there's no nudity but the second there's like nudity yeah. involved in a sexual context I'm like yeah. this is too intense to watch with family or friends <laughs> and I don't no, know it's why fair. it's fair it's really fair I think that was also one of the major turnoffs of um House of the Dragon for me mm, it went back to the early seasons of Game of Thrones where Ew. there was just so much unnecessary um 
and nudity that felt yeah. like it was there for the exact reason of being compared to the early seasons of Game of Thrones. You yeah. know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. I feel like it's pretty easy to tell when it's no, in it there is. for a specific reason that's not narrative or thematic relevance. Well, no, it definitely... Does that make sense? I, I, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's usually a woman, and it usually has no reason to be there. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, the other, th- only uh, last thing I wanted to mention before we wrap up is that I want to take any opportunity I can to dunk on Promising Young Woman and Fair. its character, Emerald Fennel. Yes, that's literally, that- she was the specific reason why earlier I was like, I know female directors do it too. She was the entire reason why. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for context, Emerald Fennel, the director of Promising Young Woman, went on a major press tour because it was awards season and all that. And she was basically saying... I really take pride in the fact that this movie about sexual assault, you never actually see a sexual assault happen on screen because mm. it's always unnecessary and violence against women is far too common and all this stuff and how how much of a hero she was for not including it visually or on screen. Mm. I was like, okay, that's good. That's cool. I like that uh, we're getting a female's vision of this movie. It's not directed by a male. I go and see it. Mm. Spoiler alerts. It's a few years old now. No spoilers needed. There's a really long scene where Mm. you see the main character watching on a laptop screen a college sexual assault happen in its entirety, and you get to hear all of the audio. Jesus. And it's very graphic, and you hear all the audio, and it's like, it's one step away from what you said you weren't doing. And then the fucking end of the movie has a full... Real time, they specified in the press junket, real time, um, uh, real time depiction of a female getting choked to death by a man. Yeah. And it's in, it takes like a couple minutes for her to stop breathing. It shows it all in one take. It's super graphic and super intense. And I believe it's specifically there to be in the hard to watch genre. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you went on a fucking press tour to say, you're a hero for not including visually a scene of sexual assault. You included an audio one where it was all super graphic and clear what was happening in full. And then you showed a woman being literally choked to death in mm. a bed, in a, mm. in a somewhat sexual context, mm. in real time. And you specifically, when you were filming, made sure to do it in real time. Mm. It's fucked up. I just think she went... And there was Fennel, a disconnect there. There was yeah. a disconnect, and she <laughs> yeah. went from, like, having something to say about it to being part of the problem. For sure. I mean, also, um, a recent example is actually, uh, don't worry, darling, Olivia Wilde, when she was like, all of the sexual scenes in this yeah. movie are about female pleasure. I really wanted to focus on female pleasure. Mm. And then you watch the scenes, and it's like, ah. Oh, I don't really know if A, this was necessary, B, it was actually the focus on female pleasure you thought it was, and yeah. C, by the time you find out at the end the plot twist and what's actually going on, you're also a bit like, like, what's, where's the consent here? Like, yeah, what's, this is it, a bit, yeah, you're right. This Girl, is not female pleasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think, um, oh man, I don't know, I don't know. Okay. I, Side note, this is why I love our generation, or our generations, whatever we're part of. Um, we can have like a super serious in-depth topic and then I can say something like she girl boss too close to the sun <laughs> and it's still super serious. <laughs> we all knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I really enjoyed that conversation. I feel like that was, was interesting. Good. 
Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, Love it. We As do always, we had basically we the same opinion. Leave. We yeah. did, but like that's. I feel like if we didn't, then we would just be arguing. So true. So it's good when we're kind of on the same page, so we can Very instead accurate. unpack. I don't shit. enjoy arguing. So. Um. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, Maddie, do you have socials you can plug yet? Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Real underscore Maddie M A W D I E underscore M. Just the letter M on Instagram and TikTok. Stunning. Yes. She's doing TikToks every day. Well, I'm attempting to. I haven't done that. And they're they're often the highlight of my day, finding out if she wrote her 200 words or not. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) If you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFIHpodcast on Instagram and TikTok. I've been so busy, and when I haven't been actively, like, doing a bunch of stuff to do with my life and everything, I've just been too exhausted to actually finish editing stuff but i'm sure there will be some previews on there soon because i have them half edited (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but yeah sorry we're done with ignoring the podcast now after two weeks and we're back properly and we're excited and and yeah also you can follow me on really just tiktok or twitter and i (laughs) see underscore sushi um and that's pretty it do you have anything else no, that's it. It feels weird yeah. not doing our what the fucks, but... I know. The, the links are down below for anything we talked about, as usual. I feel Love like we didn't really reference too many shows or anything. But, we um... Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Cute. Cute. Alright. Thank you very much for listening. To what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is happening. happening. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs>